where we promulgate that your physical, psychological, and financial health are your true sources of wealth that must be safeguarded and optimized to achieve long-lasting happiness. Here, we'll discuss tactics on how you may self-actualize to reach the pinnacle of authentic masculinity by embracing true libertarian principles, arming yourself with red pill knowledge, as well as implementing the most up-to-date holistic health biohacks to optimize your health. Stop being a blue pill sheep, being led to slaughter by big government and the court system. Become an awakened man. Here's your host, Gregory. Hello, everybody. This is Gregory, and welcome back to another episode of The Awakened Man. I hope you're doing well today. Many of you are encountering spring break. And it's interesting because spring break, if you don't have kids or don't work in the educational world, (laughs) there's really no such thing as spring break. But if you're in one of those categories, then there is. And certainly, if you work, and most of you don't work in the educational world, spring break can be a pain in the butt if you have younger kids because they're out of school. And what are you going to do during that week? So, of course, a lot of people take days off and whatnot. But if you are in the educational world, hey, you know, it's it's nice to be able to take spring break off a whole week at Thanksgiving, two weeks at Christmas, a lot of the summer. So if some of you guys can pull that off and work in that world, that's great. That is fabulous, even though the pay is is largely garbage. Even in the professorial ranks, a lot of people don't know this. Like if you look at a college professor, a college professor, even at a big name school, maybe 70K, they don't really make a lot. But either way, today we're going to talk about some of the side effects, the blowback of immediate breakups. And you see this sentiment with a lot of blue pill men. So a blue pill man either dating a woman or was married, you know, two years, five years, 10 years with kids, without kids. The woman ends it because we know women end divorce or initiate divorce 75% of the time in total numbers. And it's 90% of the time if she's college educated because she's been vitiated by radical feminism and postmodernist thinking from the Frankfurt School and and just, you know, a bunch of factors. So men tend to have a higher threshold of pain when it comes to tolerating bad marriages. Women can just leave and there's a financial incentive for them to leave men don't have that financial incentive so when women marry they typically will make money from it ultimately through the marriage itself because there's this endogenous wiring that men have to support women so if you look at dating man's normally spending more money if you look at engagement man's spending money on ring if you're looking at marriage Man is normally the one spending the money on the bigger house, the, the the newer car that she wants. He's not even asking for it. And then the trips and all these things. Because disproportionately, women marry men who make more money than them. That's one of the things that taps into their hypergamy and need for security. And then ultimately, if a divorce is coming, she initiates it statistically. And then she gets the big bailout and the big money. There's a financial incentive for her to divorce. So the whole the whole institution is really set up for the woman. Because she's not having to spend a lot of money throughout most of the dating and certainly through the marriage. And then she can get the mass pay payout. He could have had a business before they were together. If it's community property, she's going to get half of that business. Or if he's a medical doctor, makes her in a 50000 a year because he's a radiologist. And she made 50000 as a teacher. Oh, well, that's 400000 combined. Each of them get two hundred k. But either way. So you have these men who are sad after the breakup, and it's just simpery at its worst. Look, it's understandable if you're with somebody uh, that you're going to have some vestigial feelings for them. But a lot of these 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 
these men, like the women cuss at them. The women rage at them. And you could say yes, because he didn't maintain frame anymore and he deserves it. Okay, you could say that. But either way, we would never say that if a woman's getting beat by a man and she deserved it. But either way, maybe she wasn't the best wife. Maybe she was going out. Maybe she was uh, going out late. Maybe she was, uh, maybe had some indiscretions. Maybe she was having emotional affairs. Maybe she was, again, raging, disrespecting you. And then she initiates divorce, takes all the kids and so forth. And a lot of men are distraught. They're sad. I miss her. I miss her. And so what do a lot of these men kind of feel? They feel Anger typically isn't their first one. Typically, they miss sadness, right? And this is the blue pill man. The red pill man is going to feel anger because the 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 kids are gone from them and they no longer see the kids and they no longer have that effect on the kids and now they got to worry about the stepfather effect. And then after time, they'll feel independence and freedom because now they're away from this woman. But the blue pill man has a lot of rage toward her. And look, it's understandable. She divorces, she takes your money, she takes your kids, you lose everything that's important to you. And so you're very sensitive to any requests that she has. You know, hey, she she messages you, hey, uh, you know, I'm I'm changing uh, my insurance policy. Could you please get off my insurance policy? Or, you know, I'm changing my maid my 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 name back to my maiden name, or just some simple request. Can you call the bank and da 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 and the and the guy's like, no, screw you, blah 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 blah. I'm like, no, I mean, come on. It's over. You you gotta you gotta show maturity. You gotta you got to demonstrate that you're a man. And so it's easy, uh, especially with the blue pill men, just to rage at these women after you screw you, da, 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 da. but what are you gonna do? She's not coming back, brother. You know, when they initiate divorce, they're not coming back. They initiated divorce for a reason. It was probably planned months ahead of time. They fell out of love with you two years ago. Whether or not I was right or not, whether or not you were a good husband, doesn't really matter. It's no-fault divorce. It doesn't really matter. So she's gone. So I understand the kind of scorch and burn every time she calls and emails, you're a freaking C-U-N-T, you're a horrible person. But what do you gain out of that? You just look bad, childish, and immature. It's hard, man. You got to turn the other cheek. Christ doesn't forgive us unless we forgive others. You have to forgive your ex. And I know this is so hard in general for men. You have to forgive your ex because living and stewing in anger, how does that benefit you? All it does is a poison that you drink. So it only affects you. It hurts your health. It's not hurting their health. They've moved on. The other sentiment that a lot of men have is it's hard for them to think that their woman's banging another dude. And we know of war bride syndrome. We know that women move on faster. We know women need provisioning and security. And we know that the woman's number one asset in general is their sex. If you take away the golden pea, more often than not, you can get everything from a male better, better conversations, more thought-provoking philosophy talk, certainly more loyalty. You can talk about sports. You can talk about all these things. If you have like a, you know, this is TFM always says turd flicking monkey, right? If you have a, if you have a, a dog, a good group of guy friends, a waifu, then why do you need a woman? Now, this is a very reductionist, somewhat overtly misogynistic uh, kind of sentiment. That the only thing the woman brings is a golden pea. But the thing is, the golden pea is the thing that hypnotizes men. And so at the end of a relationship, some men are like, no, I'm sure she's pining over me, listening to our music playlist, lighting candles, and and staring at my picture. No, brother. (laughs) No, she's not. (laughs) No, no, she's out with Chad and Tyrone. For a lot of reasons. Women need the validation. 
because they are the the object of beauty. They need to be told that they're beautiful and attractive, or they need to feel it from response from other people. So they're out and about, and they need to find their next provisioner, their next provider, I should say. They need to find it because that that's that's the way they're wired, right? They're wired for that need for security and provisioning because they are the weaker sex. So they're out and about. Don't be mistaken. When a breakup happens, the woman isn't pining over you. They are not pining over you. Now, if you dumped them and you were the high SMV man, yeah. Yeah, to a certain extent. This is why anytime you hear like female singer-songwriters or anybody singing a, a love song like, you know, Whitney Houston, I Will Always Love You, which originally was Dolly Parton, or, a, you know, a love song by whoever, Jewel, Sarah Bareilles, I, I don't know, whoever you like. And they're lamenting how they miss their lover. It's always, it's a high SMV dude. If they're dumping the guy, they're, they're, they're not thinking about that dude. That love song isn't for them. So when the woman dumps you, understand they've already fallen out of love with you. Understand that by that point, within a week or two or a month, they already have one of their orbiters lined up. We know women monkey branch, so they normally don't let go of the, the, the last branch before they've grasped to the next branch. And so, yeah. And they also understand that Sex is the number one weapon they have or tool they have to ensnare the next guy. So they're riding that guy. Now, of course, there's exceptions. There's the trads, the trad cons. But as a whole, the typical American woman does that within one or two dates. And these are the the statistics prove this out. If you look at the statistics of how many dates it takes before a couple has sex, normally by the third date. So by the third date, she's riding that dude. So she's not thinking about you. She's probably thinking about that Mae West line, the old actress. The best way to get over somebody is to get under somebody new. Right? Whether or not that's healthy or not, that doesn't really matter. She thinks it's healthy, but we know statistically it's not. The more sexual partners a woman has, the more destroyed she is and the less virtuous she is and therefore the less attractive to a good quality man. But she doesn't think that at the time. She just wants to move on, right? Freedom, embrace freedom. I'm away from the narcissistic, controlling, abusive guy or whatever term she used on you to justify and rationalize her actions of destroying the family. But the guy... The blue pill guy is still crying, still crying. She's thinking about me. I'm thinking about her. I want to contact her. I want to message her. Go to the the episode we have on breadcrumbing. It's probably 200 episodes back, but we talk about breadcrumbing. What is breadcrumbing and how, how, how exes will contact you in the middle of nowhere out of the blue. Like, I ache for you. I miss you. And that's breadcrumbing. And you think as the recipient, oh, they want to get back with me. No, they're just checking to see if you're still on the hook. Because you'll message back, oh, I miss you too. I miss you so much. Can we still get back together? And then nothing. Ghost. They're just checking to see if you're still on the hook. So guys, understand, you know, breakups are tough. But the the, the most mature way to handle a breakup is to look at it this way. You guys had a good time together, especially if it's dating, if it's not marriage and you're not getting divorced, raped and losing the assets and the kids. Well, let's say you're dating. You're dating somebody for a year. They end it with you. Like, okay, cool. We had a good time. I'll cherish the memories. I got to bang you. His turn, my turn, next guy's turn. Because really, that's how you should see the most relationships. They're not yours. They're just temporarily monogamous. And even then, not always. <laughs> I mean, there's, They could be begging you and another dude even though you're the boyfriend, but his turn, the dude before you, your turn, and then it's going to be the next guy's turn. Essentially, they're on loan. If you look at the amount of sexual partners a woman has, they're on loan. So you, it was your turn. You had your fun with her. You got to hang out with her. You got to bond, whatever. And then you're like, all right, good. And then you say, I wish you well. Hopefully you wish me well. 
and we move on. That's the most mature way. The, the crying, the whining, the anger, what's the point? What's the point? If you have to convince somebody to get back with you, how pathetic is that? You don't want to be somebody's plan B. And you're being somebody's plan B when you do that. Oh, please don't leave. I miss you. Why do you do that? Because you have scarcity mindset. You think you can't find somebody else or somebody better. And you haven't purged the relationship there. It's this idea that your life's incomplete unless you have somebody in your life. Because if somebody leaves, you can be like, cool, I can find happiness on my own. I don't need another person to make me happy. I can make my own self happy. So you're like, cool. It was a good time. Have fun. Good luck. I enjoyed your insides. They were nice. Hopefully, I taught you a thing or two in bed. All right, peace out. That's the way you should look at it. But it's hard, especially if you have marriage and kids and you lost your assets. See, it's easier for women lots of times to to get along with the ex because they moved on. They have the upgrade, the hypergamous upgrade. Plus, they got all your money and they took the kids. So they're going to be like, yeah, see you later, Charlie. And they don't care that Charlie's struggling. They don't care that Charlie lost half of his assets, lost his kids from every day of the month, seeing them to four nights a month. They don't care that 70% of suicides are done by adult men. They don't care if you're struggling mentally. They don't care if you're drinking yourself to a stupor. They don't care. Because remember, women love differently than men. They fundamentally love differently than men. Brafo's law. So guys, if any of you are suffering from a recent breakup, just understand it's going to get better with time and the proper paradigm, the proper mindset, which is purging your relationship thirst, understanding that relationships, unfortunately today, most of them are ephemeral and they don't last long. And just move on. Just move on. Don't be all sappy. Don't be begging her to come back to you. None of that nonsense. Just move on. Purge your relationship thirst. Work on yourself. Work on your addictions or any negativistic thinking that you have. Work on your finances, your physical health, all these things. And then later on, you know, if you want it, you could perhaps find somebody and you could find somebody better. But you have to have an abundance mindset. Scarcity mindset leads us to make poor decisions when picking partners. Oh, I don't care that she's a cluster B borderline personality person or has $100,000 of debt or whatever. I don't care because she's the best person I can find. That That's going to lead to f- major mistakes. And remember, we age better than women do. Women have that biological clock, and this is why they fall f- and get with the beta provider because they rather have the beta provider than no provider at all. But, man, we age well. So take your time. Find a woman if you want to marry. Remember, marriage is is has tons of peril and hazards to it. But if that's what you want to do, all right, do it. I wouldn't necessarily recommend it to a large majority of you men because a large majority, large, large, large majority of women are destroyed in America right now. And so you're likely going to get divorced as demonstrated by the statistics that 70% of second marriages end in divorce and 80% of third marriages end in divorce. But ultimately that's your choice. Purging the relationship there is, as we talked about in the last episode, is the number one thing that you must do overall. But at the end of a breakup, though it's tough, Discard everything that you have of your ex. I did a video, Valentine's Day, and you can find this. It's probably still up. Valentine's of 2018. 11 things you must do to get over your ex on Valentine's Day. So you have to get rid of all the the photos, the playlists, the music, the pictures, all these things that remind you of her and just move on. And I know it might be hard for you to think that she's banging Tyrone because she probably is banging Tyrone, but she's not yours anymore. She was yours and now it's another dude's turn and that's the kind of mindset that you have to have. And also pray, pray, ask for God's help to get you through this tough time because things will get better with time. Time does truly heal wounds, but time along with having a fundamental paradigm shift of how you view relationships and intersexual dynamics will certainly help. Guys, post an honest review right now. It only take you two seconds. You don't even have to write anything. Just put five stars so we can get this algorithm 
functioning better and so we can get our message out to more men we are the most reviewed MGTOW channel out there in, in the in the podcast world the podcast sphere so i appreciate that if you post an honest review also there's two links as of right now my website is a little little functional it's, it's a little non-functional but i think you can get to it but there's a link for naturopathic earth in the episode notes click on that it takes you to the website and you can check out all the articles and recipes that we have over there you can see my two books on the right side of the homepage. click on that and it takes you to amazon and then from there, anything you buy on Amazon, including my two books, within 24 hours of going through our link, we get a 2% commission at no expense to you. They don't raise the prices or anything like that. We're just Amazon affiliates. Also, there is a PayPal link in the episode notes. Click on that and donate 5 or $10 to defray the cost of this enterprise. We would appreciate it. If you need help from the Red Pill perspective or weight loss perspective, contact me through clarity.fm. Go to clarity.fm and look me up. Schedule something. And lastly, again, post an honest review and subscribe to the Awakened Man, post an honest review and subscribe to the Female Holistic Health Apothecary. And last week was the first week in a long time that I didn't release an episode on Wednesday, so I plan to remedy that. And lastly, subscribe and post an honest review for Confessions of an Obese Child. Until next time, take care. God bless. Thank you for listening to the Awakened Man Podcast. Find us on Facebook at the Awakened Man Podcast page. Subscribe and post an honest review on Apple Podcasts and consider donating to our crowdfunding account. And remember... Freedom is better than needle. Until next time. Tributed to Nine Inch Nails.